What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we hung out with Ava Della Pietra over Zoom video. Ava was born and raised in Long Island, New York, and talks about how she got into music. She started off playing piano and violin at a very early age. At four years old, she started to learn piano and violin. She does come from a musical household. Her mom was a violinist, and she could also play piano. And that's kind of why Ava began there. But she also loved to sing. She was in chorus and choir. And while Ava was still in elementary school, she scored a role on the Les Mis Broadway. She toured around the whole country with Les Mis and then ended up getting a role on School of Rock on Broadway. So we talk about that. She ended up learning bass in three days just before the audition for School of Rock. And she got the got the role. She also started songwriting at a very early age as well. We talk about some early songwriting competitions that she won. Ava talked about writing and recording her very first song. She talks about writing a ton of music, especially during the lockdown. She's written over 130 songs. She talks about the EP she released in 2022. And Ava talks all about the new music she has coming out. And she talks about how it's really different sonically than what she's put out prior. And we hear all about the new song, which is called Ego as well. You can watch our interview with Ava on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Ava Della Pietra. Hi, Ava. Hi. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I appreciate you doing this. No, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. I'm Adam, and this is about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about the, the new song, Ego. Amazing. Sweet. So um, I always start off with uh, Born and Raised. I, are you originally from? I did read uh, Long Island. Yes. So born and raised in Long Island? Yes. Okay. Tell me about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you by the Hamptons? Like, <laughs> what part of Long yeah, Island? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm in Setauket. I'm in the Setauket area. And yeah, it's super great because it's like an open area. So a lot of like roaming around is especially nice during COVID when everything was shut down. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Very, very cool. And uh, what about music? How did you get into music? Do you come from a musical household at all, artistic household? Kind of. My mom was very musical when she was younger. So, okay. like, she played violin and piano and guitar. She sang a bunch. So she doesn't do that as much anymore, but I think that's kind of where my interest came from. Um, and I've, I've always just kind of loved singing and performing, so... Yeah, yeah, I did see you. You play violin, correct? And and ukulele and piano and like a lot of the instruments mom plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I guess my addition to my mom's <laughs> past in music was, I guess, songwriting. Oh, okay. So she was just a, a instrumentalist who wasn't writing any songs at all. No, not really. She was in a band for a period of time, um, but again, I think that's just kind of where the inspiration came from. Um, 
but I've, I've just always kind of liked to express myself. And I guess that's where songwriting came from. Okay. And at what age did you start or did you have an interest in like playing an instrument or, or singing? Was that something you've always done? Um, I guess it's kind of something I've always done. I've been singing basically since I could talk when I was like three or four. Um, and then I guess the songwriting came after I got out of School of Rock on Broadway, um, just kind of as a transition to something else creative, just not necessarily like performing. Um, but there's like evidence of me <laughs> songwriting from like second grade. My mom used to take videos of me, like just coming up with a song on the spot and improvising. Okay. So I've always kind of been doing it, but I guess I really started it when I was 12 or so. Okay. And with School of Rock, were you uh, singing? Like, what was your role in it? I know you play a bunch of instruments. Was that something that you did on stage or, and I'm curious how you even got into that. Yeah. So I guess School of Rock, um, I was a swing for multiple roles, which means an understudy for multiple roles. So I understudied six different roles and one of them was Katie, the bass player. And I oh, actually wow. had to learn bass for my audition. I didn't like know who I was auditioning for at the time because they were still trying to figure out exactly who they had to cast, I guess. Um, so when I auditioned, they were like, do, they asked my mom, does your daughter like know how to play the bass? And my mom was like, she can learn. <laughs> we were just of course she can. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned how to play the bass in like three or four days, which is kind of crazy. Wow. Um, Did you already play guitar at that point? No, I didn't. I played, oh my gosh. I played violin, which is like the strings are backwards <laughs> from the bass. So I guess you kind of have that, but yeah. So you like knew how to push down the, the strings. But other than that, it was like, it wasn't like you went from guitar to being like, okay, well, at least I'll just play like the root note. And right, no, exactly. <laughs> you had to like fully on, uh, fully learn a whole new instrument. Yeah, and when I when I actually went to the audition, my fingers were like so callous and stuff because I had just been playing like nonstop the past few days. <laughs> That's funny. So yeah. before, when you went into that, you had already, you could already play violin. So at what age do you start playing violin? Um, I guess when I was around four, I think I started playing violin oh and then also same thing with piano. And then I, I learned bass when I was 10 for my audition and then guitar and ukulele, I kind of picked up while I was in school of rock because I was, I was inspired by everyone else uh -huh. kind of playing those instruments. Sure. So you st was uh, piano the first one or uh, violin or did you start them kind of at the same time? I think they were about the same time. They kind of went hands in hand. Everybody in my family plays violin and piano. Uh, okay. And yeah. that's why you, or, or did your parents go, okay, uh, we see that Ava's musical or into music. Let's give her these a couple, you know, instruments to start off. It wasn't yeah. probably like, yeah, I want to play piano or I want to play violin. Or was it, did you see your parents or your mom playing it or other people in your family playing it? I honestly don't know. I think it was just kind of the quote unquote basics or so for music. Right. Like I know a lot of kids play violin and piano and my parents noticed I loved music. So they kind of figured how about she tries this out and I ended up loving it. So. Wow. So four or five. And then how did you, obviously I'm sure you can still play it to this day. But was that something you continued doing? Like were you in the orchestra at school or did you do all of that as well? Yes, I did orchestra in school a little bit. Um, I did jazz band at a certain point. Oh, cool. And, yeah. <laughs> Chorus. Yeah. And so at 10, you said 10, 11, you auditioned for the School of Rock. 
prior to yeah. that, you must have had experience in theater or acting or, you know, some sort of musical theater or like, where did that kind of start? Right. So when I was six or so, um, I had my first audition for like a professional production, which was actually Matilda <laughs> at the oh, time. Wow. It was an open call, which was super intimidating to start out with because there are like hundreds of kids just in one room all going up for the same, um, I guess, the same show. Um, so, yeah, I, I started out auditioning for Matilda. That was my first audition. And my second audition was like some Nickelodeon thing that I was way too young for. <laughs> and then my third audition was for Les Miserables, which is the 25th national tour, a Broadway national tour of Les Mis. And I auditioned for that when I was seven and then I booked it. And that's kind of where it all started. <laughs> wow. Okay. So the first few that you, you did auditions for, you, you, didn't, you didn't end up getting them. No, I think at that point, I was probably way too young to be like trusted on a Broadway stage. <laughs> that's, that's how I view it. Because I was only yeah. six. I was, I was barely getting into it at that point. Um, but I was very fortunate. I mean, it didn't. I, I was very fortunate to book Les Mis so early. Um, yeah, I was going to say, really people it. go their whole lives trying to get on Broadway. And, and now you did Les Mis <laughs> on Broadway? Um, it was a Broadway national tour. So I went to 27 cities in nine months. Oh my gosh! At yeah. that early of an age, so at that point, are you, you're you're basically touring? Sounds like um, like you're touring with this oh, Broadway toy, yes. production. Yeah. So are you like in the bus, and your mom or dad or both are with you at this point, and you're just kind of cruising around the country? Yeah. While Les Mis was having its own tour, my family was having its own little tour as well. So my mom would fly out because my brother was still in school. So my mom would fly out to me and then go back and then. My dad came sometimes and my grandparents came at some point, um, my aunts and my uncles, whatever. So it was it was wow. a whole tour trying to get me from place to place because we moved like every week, um, once in a while, every two weeks. But it's definitely a lot of traveling. Yeah, I can imagine, especially being that young. I mean, <laughs> was yeah. that I mean, if your parents weren't there the whole time, did you have to have like a like, were there other kids? Like, how, what was that experience like? Yes, there were, if I'm remembering correctly, I think one, two, three, four other kids. Um, and they were all, most of them were a little bit older than me. Um, one of them was a year younger than me. So we were all kind of a family and touring around mm -hmm. together. Um, yeah, actually, one of them was <laughs> Gaden Matarazzo, who's now in um, Stranger Things. So no I toured with way. him. Back when we were both like seven, and I don't know how old he was, like uh, nine or 10. <laughs> That's wild. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then That's you end up, crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you had a booking um, School of Rock a couple of years after that? Um, yes, three years later. Okay. And then once you get that, that's just on Broadway or was that a tour as well? That was also on Broadway. But before School of Rock, I was in um, the Broadway National Tour of White Christmas which was a oh, wow. big departure from Lamez, way happier. It was like a Christmas show. Um, and it was only for two months because it's a Christmas yeah, show. Yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> and we went to nine cities. So that was also a national tour. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and then are you going to like, are you doing like homeschool, like packets? Like, how are you, are you doing school at this point? Yes. So um, for Lamez and White Christmas, and School of Rock, I guess, technically, but there were guardians who also acted as um, tutors for the mm. show. So I was tutored by um, this lady who was, I guess, teaching all the other kids 
in School of Rock, I didn't do that just because there were 17 kids, all different ages, and it just wasn't as practical. Sure. So um, I coordinated more with my teachers from home. My mom got me a tutor um, just because it's tricky when people are like drumming on the table or like singing melodies oh, in school. <laughs> yeah. So were you like going into the city every day for, for practice or like how did that work once you got the gig? Um, it's like, okay, that, first of all, that was probably a huge moment. Like, oh, you know, we, you just spent like some, a few days, right. Learning bass. And then they, (laughs) okay, yeah, we're going to take you. And, um, and then, so are you like in elementary school at this point or going into middle school? Yes. I, I was in, I believe fifth grade. Um, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And So so you're doing school and then you're going into the city every day to practice. I actually was living in the city and then I was just, I was coordinating with my teachers over email and they were like sending me the work that they were doing just so I stayed pretty much up to date, Mm -hmm. which is kind of nice because I didn't do all like the quote unquote, like busy work. Yeah. Like, okay, here's what you actually need to do. (laughs) So that's kind of nice. It's like when you do homeschool, my older son does homeschool and it's like, he doesn't have to do all just like the eight, you know, you go to school and half of it's just whatever filler work. So he right, just takes yeah. home what needs to be done and he can finish in like two days. It's like, ah, okay. that this yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see how like the homeschool kids just like are, you know, finished so fast because they don't give you all the, you know, the other garbage to, to do. Um, <laughs> so how long were you on Broadway for with, with School of Rock? Um, almost two years. Wow. Yeah, so okay. We so you're going through school. middle school and you're, and you're, and you're doing this show. Yes. Um, my, my middle school, my, my school district is weird in the sense that um, middle school doesn't start till seventh grade. So I was actually still in elementary school, which is really nice. And that's okay. one of the reasons I kind of stopped performing on Broadway, because I realized it's kind of tricky once you get to the higher education to really balance that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of stopped in elementary school. And that's when I transitioned to songwriting, because I realized I loved that so much. But it was also a way I could kind of stay at home. Um, and work from there yeah and you've written so many songs and you started writing songs like around that same time as well like 10 11 um yes i i recorded my first song which was definitely not released <laughs> super early on <laughs> um but i recorded my first song uh when i was 10 when i was in the city because i had access to these recording studios and i recorded at um avatar studios which recently I got I guess got taken over from a different studio I don't know what the new name is mm-hmm. but I thought it was cool it had the word Ava in it um so that's kind there of where go. I started <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and with that like with your songwriting I mean obviously you're you know very talented at it but at that point like were, were people like oh you know you're you should like and I know you've won a bunch of comp- songwriting competitions and stuff like was that something that you were people were telling you pretty early on like oh you know you're you're really good at this there's this competition you should submit to, or like, how did you kind of go down that realm? Oh, no. Um, The competition came more from, I guess, just me kind of going for it and like seeing an opportunity. I think a few times it was through school being like, oh, there's this songwriting competition if you want to apply to that. But it was more so just like my mom and I (laughs) being like searching up a few competitions and being like, why not? (laughs) Let's see. Right. And then you win. Right. I mean, that's that had to be fairly validating. Like you win these competitions and it's like, OK, I'm, I'm doing what I should be doing. And do you just keep moving forward with that as you 
continue with these contests and and at what point do you release another song or or record another song was were you doing that consistently as well um so after my first song when i was uh when, that i recorded when i was 10 i kind of waited for a while until i was out of school of rock and then starting from the age of 12 i was pretty regularly recording music and just kind of learning from the experiences seeing how to collaborate with other people for production um, I even did like one, one co-write at some point. Um, and then I guess it really kind of, my songwriting career kind of skyrocketed during COVID because I had a lot of free time and I was writing just so many more songs than I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I released like my first song in 2019, like December, 2019. And then I took a little break and then I released my next song at the beginning of COVID in 2020. And then from there, I, I started releasing pretty regularly. Okay, so you put out a song in 2019 December, and then yeah, COVID's like four song. months later. Yeah, uh, so a few months later, then COVID happens. Did you put the song out after like it, everything started to lock down, or was it like, okay, here's my next song, and then the world shuts down? <laughs> no, it was actually after everything shut down, um, and the song was called Optimist, and it was it was kind of fitting for the time because I was talking about trying to stay optimistic during a dark time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how we promoted it. And uh, it, that was kind of like the new meaning to the song, which I really liked. Yeah, because uh, from what I was reading before, what you said about the song is it had it, it was about a friendship, right? Or something with a friend that was kind of down. Oh, that might have been a different one. Um, oh. but that was Yeah, that was one that I released. Um, oh, wait, I'm not sure. I've, re- I've released a few about friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> One of my latest releases was about a friendship kind of not going so well. Is maybe that's what you're? No, I, I thought it was. I thought I read something about. Uh, maybe I'm con- getting confused, but yeah, I thought it was about. Uh, well, then tell me what Optimus was about. Wait, <laughs> it wasn't about the pandemic. I, maybe I am getting confused. I thought I read something about that as well, but guess not. Yeah, um, probably not about Optimus, but there were definitely a few songs about friendships, which I released later on. Uh, but Optimus was, yeah, about staying positive during a negative time mm-hmm. and um, just like always looking on the bright side of things. <laughs> it's it's okay. just like a lot. Of, all the lyrics are basically like, be happy <laughs> I guess, and like stay optimistic. It's not it's not as uh, story driven as some of my later stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. And that one even got like radio play and everything, right? Yeah, definitely. That, that got a lot of uh, positive reviews and feedback, which was very encouraging because it was one of my earlier releases. Um, yeah. So and then people it's really like... seem to like it. I mean, everybody wants to like stay happy and everybody likes a bop that they can dance to. So that's probably right. And once you like, what was it like hearing that on the radio? Did you ever have a chance to get, get to hear it? It was kind of crazy. I wasn't, I, I haven't had the experience yet where I just like turn on the radio and immediately hear my song. Yeah, yeah. But I'll be like, oh, this song, my song is going to be playing on the radio at this time. So I'll tune in. And it's kind of, yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. And then you hear like, cause I came from radio. I did radio for a long, long time. And it's like, uh, I feel like those moments are few and far between now or like, it's cool to hear somebody be like, yeah, like, okay, they're going to play it. Cause it's just such a different <laughs> feeling. I feel like then like, yeah, my song has X hundreds of thousands of streams versus like, Oh, and then I just turned the radio on and like, there's the song. Like, I exactly. Um, wow. So during the, during COVID is when you started really writing. 
Definitely, because I was doing school remotely and kind of like turning down the teacher in terms of volume and like playing my piano and stuff during parts that I personally didn't think were that important or whatever. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so you were doing like virtual school and you were just like, okay, well, I'm going to be yeah, doing Yeah, it's like, I'll just write songs during this period instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And then with that, were you, I mean, you said you were releasing pretty regularly at that point. Was it, were you doing all the recording yourself at home? Um, I guess, no, not really. I was, oh, I guess, yeah, two of the songs on my first EP, I did record at home, uh, but it was like remote with a uh, producer. And mm. how was um, that? The other like work, like working ahead. over the computer. Was that a weird experience or? Yes, it was both kind of, I don't know, it was a little bit tricky, obviously. Um, but it also kind of made me appreciate the technology we have now because he was able to listen to exactly what I was recording as opposed to just the voice over the computer. So mm. it really made me appreciate the technology, but it definitely like, was a challenge <laughs> at certain points in terms of like delays and stuff, you know. Yeah, I remember in the beginning, there was like all those latency issues. And then once people started to figure out Zoom or whatever the uh, platform they were using, and then it, right. things started to get better. Um, and it was it, one video I remember early on was like the people were doing those live performances, like those live streams. Yes. And um, like in the very, very beginning, I don't think it, there was a way to everyone could play. Li Maybe there is now, but like if we were playing together and it was going live, like it would not be in time at all. Right. And so everything was like pre-recorded and edited together, but it looked like it was, you know, we're, we're doing this together. And I remember this punk band called Pup they put out a video of like what it really sounds like when like they like legitimately did like a live thing just so you could <laughs> be like, see all these other ones are like fake. Like this is what it would sound like if everyone played at the same time. It's pretty good. Um, so you were, uh, yeah, just putting out music as, as it went along and you put an EP out in, in 2022 truth or truth. Yes. Okay. And you were, did you recently graduate high school? Or did you just start college? I, I thought I saw yeah, I just graduated high school and I'm, I'm about to, I'm leaving for college in like uh, tomorrow. <laughs> so, no way. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You're going to Harvard. Is that what I saw? Yes. I'm doing a joint studies program between Harvard and Berkeley College of Music. So I'm going to be studying biology at Harvard and then um, songwriting or production. I haven't decided yet um, at Berkeley College of Music. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It, <laughs> it makes sense how you could do Broadway in school at the same time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Biology at Harvard. So like, <laughs> wow. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, is you obviously really into science must have really good grades. Um, what, what do you, what interest is, I mean, what are you going to study there? Like, what is the end goal? I mean, obviously you you have a successful music career, but you just want to, sure dip your toe in something else like i'm just curious yeah now. yeah definitely this is this is the big question for everyone including myself um <laughs> what am i going to be when i grow up um i guess right now <laughs> interestingly enough i'm taking the pre-med track so oh i'm kind gosh. of planning to become a doctor um but i also really love songwriting <laughs> so i guess we're just going to kind of see where both of the paths lead me how far I get in both. <laughs> so wow. the whole future's unsure. But yes, right now, 
the plan is to become a doctor and then kind of do songwriting on the side. But literally, wow. who knows? Because I'm like, the more I do my songwriting career, the more and more I kind of want to just like only do music. So let's see. Yeah. <laughs> let's see but to happens. get into not only, I mean, Harvard, that's just like mind blowing, but also into Berkeley. I mean, that's like one of the hard, I mean, it, <laughs> when you think of a music school, it's Berkeley. Right. And like, most people don't get in there and then you get in there and, and not a lot of people don't get into Harvard. So to, <laughs> to get into both of those schools, like that's, Oh my gosh. Um, so to get into Berkeley, did you like uh, submit, a, did you have to do like an audition for that or? Yeah. So um, I actually only found out about this joint studies program the day that the deadline was due. <laughs> so um the Berkeley application itself only took about like 20 to 30 minutes. It was super short. The main part, like you said, is the audition. So I went into the city and I sang one of my songs, Happy For You, on the piano. I did some like ear training stuff and like mm -hmm. sight reading. Um, yeah. And then I just left and then I found out that I got in. So it's a program through Harvard also now? Like you can do classes at I mean, at Berkeley from Harvard, like, how does that work? Yeah, so I'm going to be, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little complicated. I actually had a discussion with somebody at some point where I was saying Berkeley and I didn't say College of Music. And the whole time they were thinking I was talking about Berkeley in California. Oh, like how? They were like, how would that work? And we were like, no, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, I'd be living on the Harvard campus and then it becomes kind of more, and then I have access to Berkeley resources and my okay. participation in Berkeley kind of becomes more intensive as the semesters progress. So like the first semester, I only go like once a week or something for a voice lesson and then an ensemble, which is just like a normal band, like a pop mm -hmm. band or something. Um, but then I become more and more involved in it. So I'm taking Berkeley courses and then also Harvard courses. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to balance it all. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Um, so once you put out just to back up a little bit here, once you, so in school, were you known as like, Oh, like Ava's the songwriter, the person that writes songs and the music <laughs> person. I think pretty much. Yeah. That was my okay. reputation for sure. And would you play like, would you do like the school talent shows or would you play out around Long Island? Yes. I've, I've had a few performances on Long Island and then I did, um, I only did my like high school talent show one year, mm -hmm. uh, which was actually my senior year because I figured, why not? I'm a senior. We gotta get oh, it so you just did it this last year? Yeah, yeah, I just did it. And I, again, pr performed Happy for You. Um, so, yeah. Wow. And then you would just play out uh, different spots in what, New York and Long Island? Yes. Um, and actually, this summer, I had my first music tour, which was super, oh. super fun in New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut. And then... Um, I went a little bit in Massachusetts as well. Wow, that's awesome. What was that like? Was that pretty? My dog just entered the room. That's what oh, that noise. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, was that pretty? I mean, touring that way must have been a lot different than with the with the Broadway shows. Definitely, because um, I was I was just touring with my band, and then um, I guess like my manager and stuff as opposed to like a full blown cast and orchestra, et cetera. Um, but 
it was definitely a really unique experience because I wasn't so used to performing for like larger crowds. And then also um, it was kind of like a younger, more hip audience <laughs> um, as opposed to uh, just like audiences that usually can, I don't know. It was just younger because I was able to access those more easily. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So with this new song that you're putting out, you're kind of changing lanes quite a bit, right? As far as like your songwriting goes. Yes, it's definitely a pretty big departure sonically <laughs> from my previous music. Um, and I'm super excited for it. Um, the next four songs actually that I'm going to be releasing will come together to be an EP. And they're all kind of in that new dance realm, um, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, what, did, what was the decision to kind of steer towards this new, you know, new sound? I guess really just performing more. I realized that a lot of my songs were kind of on the slower side or more chill side, which is super cool. I love my, I love my old music, but um, I guess I, as I performed more live, I realized that I really like to dance and <laughs> kind of move around when I'm performing my music and other people love to do that too. And I just kind of got into that style. And I, and I recently became obsessed with Dua Lipa. So that was like another ah, huge inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, actually a few of my songs coming up are kind of inspired by some of Dua Lipa's styles. So cool. yeah. yeah. Um, would you say like, like uh, the subject matter and stuff, has that evolved since, you know, you're getting older, you're experiencing different things now that you're going to be in college. Like, do you feel like you're, you, the subject matter has changed. Is that also part of the new, you know, sound for, for you? Yes. Yes, definitely. I think there are a few more songs about boys now than there were when okay. I was like 12. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, but I mean, even when you were in high school, like even okay, earlier yeah, than yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it's the same answer. Like more songs about <laughs> kind of boys and relationships. Um, and yeah, just kind of like, I guess just like a more mature look overall on my mm -hmm. life because my music really just has to do with what's happening at my life at the moment. I don't really make things up. I may be more dramatic <laughs> in my songs for interest, but yeah, I don't really make anything up. So all my songs kind of just come a hundred percent from me. <laughs> yeah. Authentic. I like that. Um, so with the new one, the ego is the new song. Tell me yeah. about that song. And when you decided to change kind of the sound or you know kind of this new sonic sonically it's a different sound than than usual like is that something that you like did, did you work with a different producer or is it you just went in or like you know i i like how did you kind of make that shift and then what's the song about right so i made the shift um working with a new producer the next four songs are all produced by the same uh producer whose name is john levine He's worked a lot with Alessia Cara and then he worked wow. with Dua Lipa at some point. So that was oh, kind of go. how I found That's him. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I worked with him in LA. So I went out to LA and I recorded with him. Um, John Levine, he's literally the best. Um, and Ego is about um, a guy who is kind of somewhat of a player and I guess more concerned about like boosting his own ego than actually and like flirting than actually having a serious relationship and that was the inspiration for the song okay yeah and you, and you have some other ones that you, were all from like the same session not session but like the same you said worked at the same producer and 
and these all this group of songs would come out as an EP and they were all kind of written around the same time? Um, yes, they, I guess they were recorded and written kind of in groups of two. So Ego and then my next song, which I haven't announced yet, um, were, were recorded, um, it must, I guess, like sometime in the spring. And okay. then the next two, I literally like just got back <laughs> like a week and a half ago. Oh, wow. Recording those two. Yeah. Exciting. And yes, I mean, then sorry. you start school tomorrow. I mean, not start, but you move tomorrow. Yes. Are you packed up? Are you ready to go? No, as soon, as soon as I get off this call, I need to like really grind and get all my stuff in suitcases. It's kind yeah. of all like crawled out and laid out on a on a table right now. So, well, that's yeah. exciting. I mean, you get to go to college. You get uh, are you doing the dorm experience and all that stuff. Wow, definitely. I have three roommates. Um, and have you met I them yet? I met them like just over like Instagram and FaceTime. And then I actually did meet one of them in person because she lived like 12 minutes from my hotel in LA. So, oh, oh wow. Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, yeah. And then obviously doing songwriting thing and uh, a doctor, possibly. What do you know <laughs> what kind of doctor you'd like to be? Is there, do you have any doctors in your family or are you just interested in that? Or you're like, okay, I can yeah, my mom used well. to be a pediatrician. <laughs> I, I oh, guess cool. I, I'm pretty much following my mom's path at this point. I love um, that. Yeah, which I never actually, I, I don't know. It's funny because when I was younger, I was used to tell people, oh, no, I, I like, oh, nobody in my family is like me. I like kind of did this all by myself. <laughs> um, but I realized that really, like all my interests come from my mom. So <laughs> there's really no denying it. <laughs> but um, thankfully, it was never really pushed on me in that type yeah. of way. And I guess that's why I thought that it was, it was pretty organic. Um, but yes, I, I have a lot of the same interests as my mom. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much, Ava. And I'll let you get to, to packing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, get a lot of stuff are. together to move your whole life to yeah. Harvard. Um, I have one more question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Sure. Um, I guess really just go for it. Um, I had a lot of music that I kind of, held back on recording or like releasing for a while because I didn't think they were like perfect or so or at the level that I necessarily wanted them to be at. Um, and now that I listen back to those songs, I actually really love them. And I, I kind of wish I released them at the time. Now I, I love the stuff I'm releasing now, but yeah, I guess that's my, my overall message. Just go for it and, and do what you love. <laughs>